This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match, big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fatty sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the tinfoil hat titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals, everybody else. I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? My bad. I had something else that was... Yeah, <laughs> man. We was in the flow. What's we, going on? We were. I had... I saw ass on my timeline, and it kind of... It kind of took me out my... Took me off my square, but it's your man Dame. Three underscores, three one three. The West Side landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode 307. On you hoes. Uh, we back, niggas. It was good. What's poppin'? Man, I had a rough ass week. Hold on, let me let me get it. How was your week, my brother? It was rough. I caught food poisoning this week and it took a nigga down for like You sure it wasn't COVID? No, it definitely wasn't COVID. I mean, after two days I was straight. I ate some hood ass Chinese. I don't like COVID. Food. Two days? You know, niggas be you got quick COVID. Rapid COVID. Nah, man, I was, I was, it was coming out the basement and, and the attic. It wasn't, it wasn't COVID, my nigga. I, I tasted that egg roll on the way back out. That's why, I, yeah, I don't fuck with that shit. You probably eat some sushi or some shit. Or? Nah, don't, don't, I love sushi. It's never done me wrong. Sushi yeah. has never done me wrong. Right, right. Famous last words. But I don't want to put the name out on this spot because, like, I feel like it's wrong of me when I slander, like, Spots and may did something wrong or fucked up one time. So like, you so you develop a heart over the week because <laughs> you ain't never censured yourself before. Flaming walk <laughs> on fucking Greenfield did me dirty. Mm. Man, they they served me up some fried dog ass. Niggas probably wasn't washing their hands and they was handling the food and shit. Man, I don't know what the fuck it was, but goddamn that shit had me sick as fuck. I ain't never had food poisoning. I don't think. Oh, well, I did. And I was what kind of what kind of egg roll was it? I mean, it was just a regular egg roll. It wasn't no shrimp shrimp egg roll. It was just some some rego. They got some. They got you some um, Saturn or Mercury. Uh, it was that ses- insert neighborhood grocery store eggs. It was either that from- sesame chicken or that fucking vegetable fried rice. Like one of them two just wasn't. It's probably vegetables. I don't do a lot of veggies in my he, line of business. He probably had a little little. 
little salmonella in the in the chicken, a little splash. You know what I'm saying? It's a little oh, splash. A dab would do you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A dab would do you. I'm glad you got through that shit, nigga. So I woke up. It was my day to take the kids to school. So I woke up like normally I'm up at like five thirty and shit, but I was like, fuck. I woke up that morning. I just didn't feel right. So I said, I'm going to lay here to like the absolute last minute. Thanks. I got to get up and get these kids. So 630 is like it. You know, so I rolled out of bed at 630. And, man, I'm in the car. And it was like one of them days, like the morning ain't just been like bone chilling. Yeah. Like, nigga, I got in the car and I was sweating like a fat bitch. I was like, (laughs) something ain't ain't right. I dropped them kids off to school and I got back in bed. I was like, well, I can lay here till... Really, till I got a meeting at nine thirty, I got to attend. Still Virgil? Yeah, I'm never going back to the office. Mm. Like my boss, like because you would have failed a COVID screen, you could have been chilling for about three or five days. They don't pay us for COVID no more. That's how shit. They they stopped that on Monday. Like nigga, if you got COVID, you use your PTO. Ain't no more COVID pay. Damn. So I was like, fuck. But I got a meeting. I ain't really got to show my face at till like nine thirty. So I was like, cool, I'm just going to log in and just get back in the bed and keep my headset on. Because if something come up, you know, I get the Zoom, you know, I hear it and I can answer the phone from the yeah, bed. I, I felt at that a couple of times when I was working from the crib. Because in your mind, I'm listening, I'm paying attention until you wake up. <laughs> and like, oh, <laughs> and they're calling your name. Yeah, or the meeting's over. Like, fuck, what happened? Yeah. I done been, I done been there. I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not too good to fall asleep. You ever looked up and said, such and such has exited you from the teams? <laughs> that hurts. So my my boss threw like a thinly veiled like threat earlier in the week. Talking about Nick, like if your team ain't performing and your Team members go back into the office. Like you got to go back into the office, mm. but I got a cure for that. I'm just gonna fire them niggas. I ain't going back in the fucking office. You just out of a job, my nigga. I'm a policy. I don't your- quite. I don't, I don't. I don't think that's quite how it worked, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm a policy your ass out the fucking door. Okay. That's what I'm gonna do. Cause everybody do some do some bullshit at work. I think everybody does something at work every single day that they probably can be fired for. Yeah, and I'm just going to Not fi- even like intentionally, but something that you did today, you can, right circumstance, you can probably be fired for. And I'm just going to find that one thing. If you think I'm going back into the office, like, nigga, I'm going to sacrifice your ass real quick. So I ain't going back. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm new at this, this, this low, the new spot I'm at right now. You got to fire somebody in your first 30 days. No, nah, I don't have to. You should. Uh, Assert your dominance, nigga. Uh, I don't exert dominance with grandiose things like that. I just, you know, live my life normal. But anywho, it's been like a month today, but somebody did get fired. And they didn't they didn't tell me until like it was time for me to, to sit in on it. I'm like, damn, we've been like talking all day. I'm gonna look like I'm fake as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I knew it was coming, like I I had no idea. And they were like, hey. Could you <laughs> could you grab such and such and tell them to come here? Like that ain't damn. that ain't even that bad. I went out to dinner last week and I saw the person I was firing the next day. We spoke everything. Damn. She introduced me to her family, and I'm like, damn. She tweeting about you right now. Whole hey. ass nigga, I seen that at the fucking flaming walk. That's why the fuck you. <laughs> and I'm and I'm thinking to myself like, t- literally tomorrow at eight o'clock, I am. I'm turning your fucking water off. Damn. Tomorrow at eight, because I do it early. I don't. I don't feel like you should work. I'm gonna pay you for the day. God, what's messed up is 
They let go of the dude and he was closing. I'm like, fam, y'all leaving me short-handed tonight. Like, what? Shit, I need this motherfucker here. Okay? <laughs> I'm still new. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You're not new to firing niggas. I just believe, like, as a new soup, like, that's just what I do. How about this? I identify the weakest nigga and I get him the fuck on about. I've been in leadership since 2007, 2008. I've written up, I don't know, 15, 20 terms. Never, never termed anybody. Every single time, they don't never come back to work or they'll quit. Every time I didn't ever did everything else. So I've never actually fired somebody. That's the weak way out. I didn't. I, I mean, mean they I, don't know come back. I know it's I, not I your fault. I can't make them not come to work. I, I, I like to hit them completely different. I don't, just never wanted you to see it. I done fired four people in the last four weeks. That's a bad lead. <laughs> like, I didn't hire them. I don't want to keep them. Get their ass up out of here. I know, man. That, that looked bad on you. We I got, ain't no fuck. I don't give a fuck what it looked like. Turn statistics. You gonna, yes, your boss going to be like, get this nigga the fuck out of here. Because I'm going to go, go somewhere else and do the same shit again. Your boss going to be like, this nigga not performing. I'm going to have to come into the office. Now we got to get this nigga the fuck out of here. Uh, in any event, uh, we got we got two guests uh, this week. I know one of them is Cast Tech alumni. Whoop, good ninety eight. That connection is strong. Yeah, my cousin graduated okay. ninety eight. Cast too. Okay, good. Cousin Netta, yeah, you got good family. They yeah. made the right choice. Absolutely. Yeah, we let y'all ladies introduce yourselves. Well, I am Tangerine. I'm Marty. And we are from the perfect pair. The perfect pair. Yes, with Tangerine and Marty. All right. Well, let me. I got some sound effects <laughs> in this. <laughs> Give them the glass. Give them the glass. I want to be like I'm Tangerine. The juice is loose. <laughs> I want to do Go all ahead. That. Go ahead. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead. Do Shoot. all this shit. Oh man, I should have wrote it down. Y'all didn't tell me. <laughs> that you was cute though. You I liked it. To the show. Oh, I appreciate it. But I didn't know if we could do it. Yeah, ain't no ain't no rules around here. Yeah, we, oh, okay. I, we ask for forgiveness instead of permission. I do that too. Like, hey, I don't even like to ask for forgiveness. I thought it was right. <laughs> <laughs> so dang. In any event, how was y'all week? Rough. It was it was very rough, but you know it's getting better because I'm off of work now for nine days. Mm. So I am ready to get it in tonight. Including the weekend? Like, or I'll include it? that oh, because okay. I, I take advantage of every day that I wake up and them, I don't. Them two you know. weekend days, that hello, five days, hello, we add it up. You see what I'm saying? This is, I have to take advantage of it. Yeah. So no work until April 4th. Yeah. That's what's up. April 4th. April 4th. That's little Umar Johnson's birthday, my dog, my German Shepherd. Oh. Uh, his name is Umar. Okay, I was about to say, Umar, you know his birthday? I didn't know. No, I named my dog Umar. And my since my last name is Johnson, by default, my dog name okay. is technically Umar, Umar, Umar Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Interesting. Inside joke. Okay. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he be he be uh he be one years old on the fourth. What kind of dog? German Shepherd. I want a dog. But I don't know if I wanna like You see him feed, Oh. But I want like a cute girl. This is dog. this is like my child. You know, that's why I it's, carry it's pictures not, of my. It's nothing like a child, no. but it's, I don't know. It's like but a dogs pet. are people babies. Do you have kids? No. So that's your baby. So I want a cute dog, but then you got to feed it, take it to the doctor. Like they got to use the bathroom. It's the experience. It's it wakes me up at five forty-five, six o'clock in the morning. I don't know if I'm ready for that. To take him out. 
no. to feed him. Mm, I can't stay out all night mm. because of him. I got to be like, do I need to mm. go back and take him out to use the bathroom? Mm. But that's always an excuse to get out of some shit. Like, I go home. Yeah, and people use their kids to get out of shit. That's true. So, mm. like the dog needs me. <laughs> I, wasn't, I legitimately got out of a, a situation like that. I had to go. It was a halfway get out, halfway truthful, but I was finished doing what I was doing and I had to go home mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, I got to go take Umar. He was like, he was like less than two months old. And he was like three months old. You had to. He was a like puppy puppy. He can't use it. He can't hold a bathroom. He can't hold his bed at He home. can't go in a cage. You don't have like a cage or like a doggy yeah, we don't do pad that. or something. Yeah, we house train. We don't, you know, we don't let him go in the house. Oh, okay. Even when he was a puppy, you know, we had a strict, strict schedule. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. So he didn't do it. They don't stay in cuddle. He don't. He wouldn't do it in. Uh, he wouldn't use the. He don't use the bathroom in the cage. So, but mm-hmm. the second you take him out the cage, it's mm-hmm. time for him to use he the bathroom. Go. So I kind of trained him. So as soon as we go out, take out the cage, we go directly outside and use the bathroom, which is crazy because even when I walk him, he wait till we get back out. He wait till we get back home and go in the backyard and use the bathroom there. This dog oh. is definitely his child. That's how the parents be talking about their kids. It is, yeah. but it's real. And you're yeah. a proud father. Got yeah. a picture on your phone yeah. and everything. I know. I mean, I took I'm the picture too. I'm surprised you ain't right? holding them I'm, in the picture. Jeez, I'm surprised you're not in here. So it's dual, <laughs> I, it's, I might bring him up here in real life at night. I they said no animals, but you know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a support, he's His support emotional dog. support yeah. dog. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm like, fight me on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas can pick pronouns. I can pick dogs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure my dog saved me from some bullshit this weekend. My neighbor got a pit bull, but mm. her pit bull ain't like vicious. My dog a menace. And I saw her dog running towards me across the street while me and Logan was out. So I just let the nigga go on the leash because like if it's going to be me or you, like I paid for this nigga to defend me. And she come out the house screaming like, no, get your dog. He's going to hurt him. I was like, yeah, that's the whole point. No, man. Why would you do that, man? Right. Why the fuck is your dog running loose? I don't know this animal. He not coming for you. He was making a beeline straight to me. He wanted to play with the dog. Okay, well, see how see how he play. You take <laughs> your dog to the dog park too, don't you? Uh, not the dog park yet. You know, but it is a park <laughs> around the cre- around the corner. I he take was him so up there. sensitive to the other dog. Like he just wanted to play. You know what I'm saying? But like <laughs> on some liability shit, you that dog gonna fuck around and do something to somebody. Now yeah. I'm responsible. If you do something to somebody on my property and your dog is off the leash, oh well. It's either my dog get him, I'ma shoot him. Like you, take your pick. I'm saying though, when you I let the leash go, it's something different. To protect right. myself. To protect myself. I don't judge care about that shit. Nigga. Right, because they're gonna say Especially how with a pit bull involved. The judge. Like, they you don't pit bulls. But you're gonna lose because I don't they don't have no sympathy for pit bulls. Like oh, you got pit sure bulls? Don't. They don't. Fuck all y'all. Mm. Pitbulls so sweet. They so sweet. I didn't realize how niggas can't scare me with court. Like I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I see you there. All right. I ain't scared of court. Yeah, it's criminal court. It ain't civil. You got a tattoo. I'm not scared. I'm not scared of court. <laughs> a lot of niggas not in prison who ain't scared. Right. Sitting there. <laughs> they gonna the throw table. me to jail for no fucking let that dog a fucking, dog killing another dog. Let that dog fuck a person up because that, well, that's, that's that lady gonna come out, that lady gonna come after her dog. And if he bite her, then it's you like all she wrote. We seen that shit. Well, last summer a fucking pit bull got loose and fucked the kid up. Mm. They held charges on the owner of the dog, which they should have. Look, no bad dogs, only bad owners. Look, I pay my the lo- lies you tell. I pay my lawyer 100%. retainer every, That's every like January. That's like saying there's no bad kids. 
These kids be bad as hell. No bad dogs, only bad owners. Mm, I disagree. Mm. They both bad as hell. I pay my it's lawyer like his retainer in January to, every year. To, to, to socialize that dog, have That's it around true. animals when he's smaller so he don't Your be dog aggressive. Go to daycare, don't he? Uh, I, when I went to Vegas, I took him to a spot. I'm, this is the most well-kept dog around. Because, town. I mean, this, I don't trust nobody to come over there. Did y'all see he had his glamour shot photo of the dog on Yeah, the, I took that picture, too, so it's twofold. Look, you know look, what I'm saying? Be, I'm a photographer, too. <laughs> <laughs> we need the photo uh, Got you um, Anywho man What's up What's on the agenda this week man Hey man There's a couple things I want to talk about One of them is This male birth control mm. Mm. No, mm. I, <laughs> I posed a question To the homies In the, uh in his group chat Because A couple of my homies One two, Three of them Then got snipped And I'm like Yo I just seen today that it's a, a, a pill that's allegedly 99% effective. Would y'all have, if that came out before y'all got snipped, would y'all do the pill or would you do the snip? Then I asked the other homies who don't got the snip, like, are y'all planning, would y'all use this pill and shit? And I was literally thinking, like, what would you, like, what? what, what? I mean, I'm five kids deep, you know, in the game. Shit. And I'm and I'm not getting snipped, and I'm not taking no pill. The threat of danger always gonna be there. You fuck me, like I'm I'm not doing neither. Who's the danger for? <laughs> Everybody involved. Everybody Nigga, involved. child support is only dangerous for the man. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you the one in danger. <laughs> they can't take no more money. They already get a third of my income. I'm maxed. You can't get another dime. Oh, that's it. That you can give out is a third. What do you mean? That's it. <laughs> I mean, if you out here got a whole team, you should be having to take. Well, care technically, of the government take a third. If they take a third, you only get a third of your check. Then you can't survive to even provide the other third. So they, they don't get no fuck about what you walk what away. What you got to do. Yeah, they don't. Because I, I got a partner of mine. They got a good job. You know, work 40 plus hours a week. They can bring home $400 every two weeks. Yeah, I, I would I mean, probably just not work. I mean, I would, it, it's literally, I would probably do something else with my time. If, if I'm gonna bring home four hundred dollars, I would leave it. I might as well sell drugs, do something illegal. I mean, to each his own. I look at it. I don't have no problem taking care of my babies. Money is the least that I can mm-hmm. do because kids just need shit. I mean, that's that's, that's just true. what it is. So I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I piss, I piss, point. moan, and I complain about child support to their mama and all that. But if I wouldn't, if I wasn't giving them the money directly, like the kids gonna come to me for. For something. So, I mean, I'm always going to be paying for shit. So, are you okay with having more kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the the right situation, I have some more. So, you don't have a limit? What what do you mean? I don't don't live life with boundaries. Nah, I'm the the limit now is I I don't want a bunch of baby mamas. Okay, how many you got? I got three. And I, and they all good women. I I don't, (laughs) I don't get on here like. I'll get out here and diss them and talk all crazy about them. They all good women. Just some of them I just couldn't make love work with. But Okay. So question though, with you having like some different baby mamas and so many kids, how can you properly give them the time that they need? So I get all my, I typically have all my kids on the same days. Cool. So my oldest is in college. I mean, he hey. pop in and out whenever the fuck he, okay. he feel like it. Like he don't. He a grown man. He don't live with me. He don't live with his mamas. I mean, I see okay. him when he need to be seen. I mean, we talk we talk or text every day, but, you know, as far as, like, 
the hands-on parenting. I'm more of an advisor at this point yeah. than just mm-hmm. the disciplinarian. Now, the other four, shit, if I had one, I was like, fuck it. I might as well have all four of them. I mean, so I just get them when I get them. I make everybody get shoes, clothes. Like, I, I ain't funny acting about it. So, I mean, I just keep them all at the same time. So, you, I know you were opposed to the birth, the male birth. I'm not control. taking no pills. And you're not getting snipped. But what about you, though, Jay? Um, since I don't have any children yet, um, I'm not getting snipped. Uh-huh. Um, and I would not trust the pill. You would not mm. No. I mean, Why? women have, who take birth control have so many different side effects from their yeah. Yo, these pills got some side effects, too, and that's what I'm was not, fucking with me. I wouldn't. I'm not doing it. Are you Nigga, start up living life on the edge now? Like, do you want kids? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I just don't want to be a, a baby father. So. You want some kids? Yeah. Oh. One or two. One at this point, because <laughs> shit. <laughs> One hit a quitter. <laughs> No, no, man, you gotta you gotta have at least two. That's the old. You gotta have at least two. Just have one. You know, just one. I mean, ideally, uh, twins on the first shot. No, what you don't want is two babies at the same time. That's what you don't want, my nigga. (laughs) But that's like you get you get done with it. It's gonna be a lot in the beginning, but just get it over with. Dog, I couldn't. I had three in car seats all at the same time. Damn. Like, nigga, I was, I'm 39. I had three kids in five years. So I was just and, out here just I was slanging it. I was married. So, yeah, I was I was fucking oh. my wife. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we was we was young and I in love. Like and, three from, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I had, th- I had three with my ex-wife. Yeah. Then I dropped two singles. Okay. But... You know, yeah, you, you dropped the album at first, <laughs> and then you dropped two singles. Yeah. He was trying to come back. Gotta keep, around. gotta keep my name out in the streets. Keep the buzz up. Yeah. yeah, but nigga, some of these side effects, like the yeah. headaches and acne, I feel like that's way too old. Come on, now, acne. Come on, now. I'm way too. I, I mean, I got pretty decent skin, but <laughs> I'm, I'm way not. too old for my face to be come breaking on. out. <laughs> then, then hold on, those are the mild ones. Mild erectile dysfunction. Oh. Nope. I know you fucking lying. Reduced sex drive. Mm. Nope. I guess I see why y'all ain't having kids. <laughs> Tiredness. I mean, that's what happened. See, the Lord don't like that. The Lord so, don't. I was about to say something so disrespectful. <laughs> the Lord don't like that. And then weight gain of five pounds or less. I mean. Oh, that's not that. That's a, that's a hard week. Five pounds or less. How did y'all gauge that? And, how, and they, and they tested this on mice. That? Oh, yeah. They tested they, this on they mice. Plant, but they always we do. We plateaued at five White pounds. White mice. They, they, Which ones they, they supposed to get? They were supposed to find some black mice, some brown ones. White mice ain't real. They supposed to find the ones that be. In they the don't exist in real life. Feel mice. I think huh? I heard that, but I don't know if I really heard. Just it. like birds, white mice, don't red exist. eyes. They don't exist in real life. They, they, they lab mice. Dang, you never seen no white. If ain't I no did, white I mice in real life. Just like birds don't exist. What? You ain't never heard that. Birds we had a couple. Oh. Birds don't exist. Oh, it's, it's a lie. This is okay. too much. I, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Pigeons may not exist in real life. They say, hey. <laughs> all right, listen. <laughs> no, we, we <laughs> hear this. This thing I need. Right. Okay, come on. Here now. Now. The pigeons. pigeons are robots for the CIA. They just, they this spot. Now, when, I, know what, I know what you're thinking. When the last but, time you seen a baby but pigeon? When you go into your Marty, phone and because I see YouTube you not believing and type in I'm uh, afraid of bird it. drones, you will see electronic birds flying that look exactly like what you think of bird. I know what it sounds like, mm-hmm. but you can whenever you get a chance, go on YouTube and see it yourself. And they wiped out brown squirrels. When? 
When the last time you seen one? Well, today. My backyard. See more black. No, no, not black from the east side. Black squirrels. Yes. Black squirrels. The east side and all this darkness. I see more uh, brown in my area than black. Migrated. Yes. (laughs) East side is ruined. The west side with all they dark ass squirrels. Everything from the east. When the people pack up, they pick up a squirrel and bring it with them. The east side is a whole nother. I do got brown (laughs) squirrels in my backyard. Yeah. I don't have. I haven't seen a brown squirrel in years. While I was working from home. From my office, I look out the window, and I they're the same squirrels. So I like named them and shit. Oh, so you know they're the same? Like, are they tagged, or how do you know they look? Because I watch them every single day. It's one big one. I think it's like the mama and shit. Like I literally, I can tell them apart. Did you think it's the mama? Wow, for sure. They they act like that's the mama and shit. You know, all right, that's That's the boss. Yeah, okay. You like Doctor Doolittle? Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doctor Doolittle, the dog, the birds, okay. the, the, the squirrels. Shit! What did they could keep you on Noah's Ark? You know what I'm saying? You couldn't find an animal like me. Couldn't find it. I like that. That was my favorite. I said, "Oh shit, I'm a user." So, so all the homies that snipped are they having like buyer's remorse right now? Or are they just happy to be out the game? They happy to be out the game. They want no more kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not necessarily campaigning for more kids. I feel like. After they five, happily married the whole nine yards. They nigga, they don't want no more. It's kids. better for me to get a side sick. baby. Get a side baby. Than women to have, like for women to get done, because it's less trauma and men don't have any as many side effects and issues than a woman getting her t- tubes tied. So I know I got two homies. In I mind. got a strong uh, birth control policy. Soon as I feel this extra pressure, he's starting to push up on me. I know it's time to move, like shift and move. Oh, my nigga, that's, that's you. how you. That's how you that's stay. You. <laughs> that's you, ain't it? It won't be me. That's you. Uh, it's not me. That's funny. But so, no, no. Quiet. <laughs> no. <laughs> Continue. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> you know that pressure. You know that pressure, and it start. The pumps start coming at double time. Like, oh, oh no, my nigga. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Table for one. Hold on, my nigga. No, no. We don't do that. Table for one. <laughs> Not here, buddy. Not here. Mine 23. No, no. Mm. Oh, you grown. They grown, grown. <laughs> yeah. They out your house grown. All the way. Okay. <laughs> Ain't yeah, no way. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily campaigning for more kids, but, like, I'm not. You're not opposed you know. to it. I'm not a poke. Like I want to get married again. I was married. No, I was married once. I want to get married again. So I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. And I always look at it like if I met a woman with like one, two, or she don't had none. What do I look like? Being like, well, baby, I got five. No, I gotta. I feel you like look like somebody with five, <laughs> right? Like you don't got you, you don't got to agree to something because you don't care how it look. It look like I got five and you got three, got nigga. Five, what you talking about? No, man, that's, that's what you look like. No, no, you got you want to take two of these to school? <laughs> like I, I feel like you know I gotta assert like this my this my relationship now, baby. Give me a baby. I'm I'll, give me these, a fucking baby. These oh. these fake gestures don't mean nothing to me. I, I don't need to make this. Yeah, a husband is, is temporary. I mean, a husband is temporary. A baby daddy is forever. See, I don't want to think of it like that. When I get married, it's going to be forever, ever, forever, ever. Now, me personally, I do think having a child with somebody is bigger, a more a commitment. The biggest commitment I can make, even more so than marriage. It sure is. It is. Because then you have to look at this person. Yeah, because I mean, we can get divorced. Like, we can't not be parents to this child. 
I used to, you know, it, it sounds stupid now that I say it out loud years uh-huh. later, but I used to always be like, oh, at 18, I'm done with your mamas. But then mm-hmm. one of my kids' mothers was like, stupid, we're going to be grandparents together. We're exactly. going to go, we're gonna have to go to weddings together and graduations mm-hmm. like this. I mean, you don't got to. No, I could but y'all be, gonna see each other there. I, yeah. What I'm saying is I think like from that legal or point. Or I could like, just I be like, to. man, you 18, you are you ain't, that's you and your mama. Like I did all I can do. But no, nah, I'm a I wanna be around and like Like they just they're forever. It's a lifetime. Baby daddies me. are forever. They are forever. <clears throat> Strong. That is that is a principle now. Baby daddies are No, the person that you have a child with, they gonna be they should be in the in your life for the rest of your life and the rest well, the rest of the child life. Well, I wanna like them to be together and with me and we happy. I don't so, want it. Well, I know you got a 23-year-old. You have any? I don't. So okay. That's why, yeah. Do you want children? I do. Still? I want one. Okay. She like, want one. I want one and done, in and out. If you do two at one time, hey, we didn't hit the lotto. Well, that's how they get Other here. Other than that. The in and out is how they get here. Less <laughs> Sure is. Other than that, Especially just when one extra pressure and I'm done. Like she said, one, str- one pump too many. That's Ooh, it. That's girl. all it is. Because that's when it get fun. Like, oh, shit. I know. So either, you, either I'm going to switch the position, <laughs> either I'm going to switch the position, or I'm getting the fuck up because I know what's about to happen. And this this oven is closed. No. Burberry, no Burberry <laughs> shorts, no. shirts, and sweet and sour meatballs. No, no, no gender reveal parties so would you, or nothing. Would you would you would you get the the would you get tied or snipped or No, no, no. I'm gonna get up. So why wouldn't you <laughs> if you know you know you don't want no more, like I'm gonna get up. Maybe you don't wanna get up all the time. No, I'm gonna get up. I mean you're gonna get up so the baby won't come, but what if you don't gotta get up? No. I don't want him. I don't want him to get that comfortable. Yeah, I feel you like that's, that's a di- that's I a different am, level of intimacy. I don't know if you call that intimacy, I am a but it's some runner at this. Okay, it's, this is working for me. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying. You said put myself through selective surgery just so somebody else could have fun. No, I'm having fun. Just no, like not you. for not for them to have fun, but so that they don't ruin your fun because the oven is closed. No, this is my this is my fun. Knowing that I just jacked up the mood, yeah. Damn, you a terrorist. <laughs> you a terrorist. Got him. <laughs> you want to come back, don't you? Oh, damn terrorist. You're not coming back. <laughs> wow. Wow, that the took black a little. Now, yeah. now see, at first I thought the hat was just cool. Now that's the, she, she's the villain. That's why she got, that's why she got the hat on. She's the villain. Mm, I'm going to do one of his numbers. You ain't watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. is the I sent him a clip. I sent him a clip yesterday. <laughs> I sent him a clip yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so you talk about like the love and marriage aspect yes. of things, and I've heard you say this before about your parents mm-hmm. being together for would you say forty plus It'll years? Forty eight years in September. That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. So, I guess that. It's probably like your gold standard for what you judge it is. all your relationships based off. It is. So I'm I think I'm like the black sheep of the family since I'm the one that's not married. My sister been married with like eighteen years. They got three kids. Um, but I look at that. Like we had a happy family growing up. So I've never wanted to just be a baby mama. I wanted, you know, the whole shebang. You know, I got a similar experience. 
you know, uh, my parents met at Cass, okay. 18, 19 years old, got married, been together until my mom passed away. I think it was technically 39 or 40 years or whatnot. And that's been like, you know, yeah. the idea. But I also think that's what ruined me. It kind of is because you kind of set your standards based on theirs. Yeah. And I'm one. I don't know who my parents are. I know them as parents. parents. I don't know them okay. as individuals. Yeah. And yeah. I definitely don't. I didn't know them when they were 18, 19, right. 22, well, 25, 30. Mm-hmm. Like, I know them as parents. I didn't know them in a row. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been basing what I think a relationship should look like mm-hmm. off of two people who had chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I just assumed that everybody, all my shit should look like that. But and I'm it should not start the, off like that. Yeah, and I'm not the same person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As and I'm not the exact same person as my father, and whoever I date is not the exact. So the what I'm looking at was the result of two people who came together, and we're gonna be two different people. Mm-hmm. But if I keep judging everything by that, and I only remember the highlights because my mm-hmm. parents didn't argue in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying they didn't argue, mm-hmm. we just never saw it, right? Okay. So I only see the good version, and I have no idea if one of them was like, I should quit this shit. When I was 19, 20, or this somebody I shouldn't fuck with, uh-huh. they end up sticking it out. But I don't know you if don't know. somebody I stopped fucking with, maybe if I would have, you know what I'm saying? Gave him an opportunity yeah. to try to work it out. So, so I kind of I looked at things the opposite because my, my parents were college sweethearts and they were together until my mother passed first. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, two years ago, my, I lost my father. So. I, I, I looked at their relationship like, wow, this is this is nice. This is the blueprint. But like I always felt that like somewhere along the line, they played it safe. OK. Mm. Like, and not to say that's that's a bad a bad thing at all. But like, you know, they got married. They got married. They waited a couple years. They waited like two or three years and they had me a couple years after that. They had my sister. And I always saw that blueprint like I know what happens if I do it the safe route. Mm-hmm. You know, I find a wife, I set up a family, we can have a home, live a nice, happy, safe life. Mm-hmm. And not to say that there's nothing wrong with that because that was probably the best, the, the best, yeah, the best way to do it. But I was like, if I don't play it safe, like what could my life possibly look like? And I took a completely different route. Sometimes I think like, shit, well, if I'd have made my marriage work. You know, what what could have this been if I'd have made it work with What's this crazy. young lady? What what may what may it have been? What's crazy is like you think that they took a safe route and asked to say that this shit was on purpose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what if they wasn't trying to have you and you popped up and they couldn't afford you and they just made that shit work somehow. You know what I'm saying? It could have looked like, yo, we waited two years. Like what if that wasn't safe? They made it appear safe. Mm-hmm. You you said something that like you didn't get to know your parents as individuals. I really didn't get a chance to know my father as a man yeah. until after me and my wife got me and my ex-wife got separated. Then we had some like real man conversations that I probably wouldn't have been as receptive to yeah. as when I was married and trying to figure it out. Like when it was just me alone in the house and trying to figure out life literally as a single father, like I was able to see that like my dad was just a regular ass person. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't, we all had this like superhero complex mm-hmm. of our parents, but like in my in my down moments and like really stripped apart, I was able to have a conversation with just another man and seeing like, yo, he wasn't no 
and not this isn't no knock but like he wasn't no superhero he's just a regular nigga trying to figure it out right. just like I was he at least had the support right. of my mother and he had his parents around mm-hmm. still able to help and support the superpower is me putting my head down and still continuing to go when other people would probably do something different yeah like I look at my pops all the time and be like man from his age the area that he grew up in and knowing what all his friends did. Um, so this is when YBI was popping, popping. You know what I'm saying? So all of his friends did whatever they did. And at 18 years, well, he was 19. My mom was 18. Uh, they had a baby. So you could run the streets or you can go get a city job that he ended up retiring for and take care of his family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I got every particular reason to run the streets. I didn't come from a great family. My fa- his father was an alcoholic. Mother died on at when he was 13 on Christmas. Like everything set up for this not to be a, a good situation. But your superpower was like, yo, I'm going to put my fucking head down, not be. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's a regular dude. But like, it's a power in being normal in the city, in the place where everything around you is so abnormal. Yeah. I think my parents are superheroes, like to this day. Like y'all, you can't tell me they do anything wrong, even though I know they do wrong. Mm-hmm. Facts. But it's just like they have withstood the test of time. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to me seeing my dad sacrifice for the family. You know, and I'm like, dang, that's a superhero. That's a real man. Like, you take the car, you take the girls to school, I'm going to catch the bus to work. You know, my mom getting us up in the middle of the night to go pick my daddy up so he don't have to take the bus from work. You know what I'm saying? So it was like cooking dinner. We ate dinner as a family almost every day if he wasn't working late. We watched the Cosby show and all the different movies on Thursday. Thursday nights. As a family. You know what I'm saying? So going back to what you said, it's kind of like I look at that stuff, too. Like, I want this. You know, my sister, she's kind of based her marriage off of how my parents did us as well. So, you know, they do have that family time and it's the sacrifice. But, you know, I think it's a gift and a curse. I think it's a very um, I'm noticing something here. So. Jay and Dane both said that you all didn't know your parents as individuals. I still don't like because so. No, I, I think I got to know my dad a little bit more as you yeah. know, an individual. So my situation my- was a bit different. My parents, of course, they married. Then they had me two years later. You know, planning safe. Two years later, they had my sister. You know, planning safe. But they divorced, so we were able to learn both of them in their own separate spaces. And like you. My mother, you know, I sit here today. I'm going to my mother's funeral tomorrow. Oh, oh no, wow. I'm sorry to hear I'm that. I'm sorry. No, no. A girl could have never asked for a better mother. Mm. I could have never asked for a better mother. She was everything to us. She was my superhero. So, like, I have a funny story is I told somebody I was 14 years old when I realized it wasn't no Santa Claus because mm. we was broke. We was broke, broke. But every Christmas, the living room was like filled with shit. And I'm like, we ain't got no motherfucking money. Somebody had to bring this in here. Had to be something. It had to be. And we ain't got no chimney. But somebody <laughs> brought this shit in here. I know, I know somebody brought it in. So, you know, I learned her and I have these two individual, very independent individuals that helped me form my individuality. 
And I think that may have hindered me because both of them are so strong in doing things their way. Yeah. It's like, I get out of here. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. So, you know, it's people have different experiences and we kind of look for those things. Like I want somebody to be as independent as my dad yeah. was. So like, um, like I know my father as an individual, especially like when my, when my mom took ill, we spent a lot of time. Actually me and my father got closer because I, when I go check up on my mom, you know, she's sitting there, um, and me and my dad would just be kicking it yeah. and, you know, got him into YouTube and just talking about just regular yeah. stuff. But what I mean is like, like we didn't know our parents when they were teenagers and 25 mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We know them who, who as an individual right now, but they are always in the role of parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even when they're giving you some advice, they still in the role of parent. Just like your kids don't know you as dame like they hear stories from why they everybody call you uncle champagne and yeah. this like but they don't <laughs> they don't know my nieces and nephews call me uncle champagne but I, like, I get into that with they don't know you at in an into i don't want to say it's a different relationship mm-hmm. yeah it is. it's a yeah. different role you know it's, what i mean it's, it's almost like a a fable you know my <laughs> my daughter she she probably dig it like my personal life more than the other kids yeah. mm-hmm. because you know i know she hears certain shit from her mother she hears certain shit from her aunts mm-hmm. my my ex-wife's sister she hears you know my my face is still up in the liquor store like when she walked in the liquor store and like she she is somebody in the neighborhood because i moved back to the same neighborhood i essentially grew up in okay. So people from the neighborhood, they remember me as a little boy, but like sometimes they don't, you know, I was a fat kid. So like when they see me now, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily jive in the moment, but somebody may come back like, Hey, ain't you, you know, you used to be a little, little, yeah, that was me. And I sent my daughter into the, into the liquor store. She wanted something here. Take a couple dollars. You and your brother go get Go get whatever it is that you want. She came back out. She's like, is that your face <laughs> behind the counter? I said, yeah, it is. She's like, why is you? She's like, why can't you go in a liquor store? I said, it's a long story. Hey. But like, you know, this, this is the neighborhood. I also earned some of those stories that you hear about. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the hood that I earned yeah. them reputations in. And so she'll dig at things a little bit further because for her, she think, you know, I'm only 40, but she's 16. So in her mind, like, I'm a fucking dinosaur. She don't, mm-hmm. she don't understand, like, nigga, I just, I know. You understand, if, I can still get it popping. <laughs> yeah. Okay. like you don't get that. No. It's like your dad. I, 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 had feel, to, I still feel like a kid. I had to tell her, like, you know, I was still going to jail, like, two years ago. <laughs> like, oh, literally. Wow. Okay. Like, like, my last really arrest. out here, thug life. I'm my, homeless. My last arrest came two years ago. Like, your daddy was still, like, in the thickest shit. So, I mean, she'll, she'll dig a little bit deep into it and she understand that, like, I'm a flawed person. Yeah. Like, I'm your daddy and, you know, she a daddy's girl and I might be this larger than life hero in her eyes to some extent. But, like, I'm just a, like, literally, I'm just a regular ass person out here trying to figure it out, too. And what's funny is that, um, like, as a child, when you think of your parents, you think of them finally, right? And you think of all the good stuff. But there's bad things that I remember as well. Mm-hmm. The good outweigh the bad, but those yeah. things don't go away. But when you talk about it, it's like, no, it's good, good, good. And then when I, when you based a situation or how something should be 
off of a 25% of a picture. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I don't know. What if, you know how we, tr- y'all, y'all might have a dude that be like, yo, this nigga full of shit. Mm-hmm. Or a woman be like, yo, this bitch, this, 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 blah, blah, blah. You don't know if your mom or your dad was that nigga to, to each they were other. Angels. They were. I don't even know before, <laughs> like angels. before, before insert person parents got together. Like, I mean, your mama could have been out here. I think I talked not about my mama. <laughs> not your mama. Mine was an angel, <laughs> even though I know she was probably hell on wheels. I think I talked about it like once on the show. Like, nigga, my homeboy hit me up. He was like, nigga, I got a lick on the floor. It's two grand, and I was with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, she on speakerphone because I'm not thinking it's that type of call, type of but call. she on speakerphone. Because I'm supposed to be taking her home. And I'm like, you heard what he said. A play on the floor. <laughs> like, I'm going to get you home, but we're going to have to take a detour. Because mm-hmm. I can't just let two grand just sit on the floor. Now, I need you to leave this conversation between me and you. Because if your mama find out, like, that's I don't that's not a third party I want to include. We'll see how, how much of a damn your daughter got it. Did she ask you to pay her for her side? I broke her off. I broke her off. I mean, I just felt like, you know, accomplished accessory. Like, we both <laughs> in this together. Well, I, I applaud you for that, Dame, because I think that's that's our role as the next generation of parents. We have to be that transparent with our kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never forget my son called me Playgirl one day. I was like, who? He was like, what's up, Playgirl? And I was like, huh? He was like, stop playing. Get out of here. He was like, I'll see you later. And I was like, this fool, know what's going on around here. Like, I'm thinking I'm Archangel. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he owned to me. I was like, okay. So it just opened us up to have a better communication to talk. He can come and talk to me about whatever he going through and feel that I won't judge him. And I come and talk to him, not as a friend, but like, look. Check this out. This is what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I feel like there needs to be for me, and I can't speak for their their mothers respectively, but for me, there's a certain air transparency mm-hmm. that I I have to have with yep. them. You know, I've gone through cer- certain things health wise, and I didn't want to reveal to my kids, but I they not babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, some things I I need to tell them. I had static with a nigga up the street from from my house, and I thought. And I ended up being wrong, but I thought he said something to my son. Oh. So I handled it as best as I knew how to handle it. And it I'm not, like, it got somewhat violent. And my daughter had, you know, my daughter saw me in my in my house, like putting putting rounds into my gun. She's like, why are you, why are you, you know, mm-hmm. why are you refilling it? And I was like... You know, for the same reason, the same reason you asking me why, because I had to use it. And but but I felt like in that moment she needed to know that, look, I know you hear a lot of things and, you know, you may have this perception, but I'm going to do whatever it takes to protect you. Right. And if that means, you know, going outside and shooting and that's what's going to get done. But I'm a I'm a protect my babies and, at all costs. My passcode to my account just in case I need you to get the bond money. Yes. <laughs> so that's who, who would it be? Yeah, yes. we, we we so far past that. She she hit the honor roll today, and as soon as she sent me the picture, the certificate, cash app notification came right behind me. I'm trying to get my hair braided tomorrow, and I made the honor roll. Smart <laughs> so girl. I, I, I get, and she knew I got paid day before, so I guess you. You, yeah. you, you want some money <laughs> Oh did we tell y'all we was charging for this show <laughs> <laughs> Alright cut the mics off <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cut the mics off Dang so, so let's talk about y'all and y'all show 
Mm-hmm. Uh, well, how long have y'all known each other? I'm about to start there. We've known each other for a very long time. Yes. But we weren't as close until we started doing the show. Yeah, we weren't we weren't as close. And I wouldn't even say till we started doing the show. It wasn't until COVID. COVID, yeah. <clears throat> COVID actually brought us together because mm-hmm. I was home by myself. I was home by myself because my son was away at school, and I was like, these walls going to kill me. Mm-hmm. So I started doing a Facebook Live event where I was mixing drinks and just talking to people, you know, keep my socialization up so I didn't start talking to, actually talking to my plants in the house. And Tange came on one day, and she was like, can I, can I come on your live while I do nails? Because I was going live, too, because I live by myself as well. So it was like, shit, I'm up here bored as hell. <laughs> I can't see my family and my friends. Everybody on lockdown. What can I do to entertain myself? Um, so I have, I was doing nails, but I quit nails when COVID hit because we couldn't take clients. And I started to press on nail business. Mm. So I would go live doing nails and talking shit. So I saw that she had a show where she was making a drink and talking shit. And I'm like, okay, her show funny. You know, we, we've talked before and kicked it before. And I'm funny as hell. <laughs> I'm going to go on her show. So she was like, come on, let's go on. So we did one show together. And it's like somebody was like, when y'all go do this again? And we're like, people like sitting yeah. and listening to us talk. Yeah, and then we started doing it every Wednesday. And mm-hmm. then she got, Tangerine got an opportunity to actually host a podcast. And mm-hmm. she called me. Like, as y'all can see, I'm the laid back one. Of the two of us, she's the villain. She, <laughs> she called me. She called me. Was like, I don't believe I got that. A, I don't believe that. I got a. I got an opportunity to have a um, podcast. I was like, that's good. She said, but I can't do it without you. I was like, let me think about it. And then I thought I sent her the message, and she said, "You friend, you're not gonna do the show." I was like, I thought I sent you the message. You're like, yeah, I'll do it. And she was like, okay, and. The rest is history. Our our first name was MC's Nail Bar. Yes. Because my real name started with a C. <laughs> and um, we was just like, I was doing nails. She was making a drink. So it was yeah. a nail bar. And it was really fun. Just going live on Facebook. Yeah. So, yeah. Then we just turned Damn, it Can in. you make a nail bar? I mean, I know there's nail bars, yeah. but like nail bar. Yeah. Maybe they'd be keep moving their fucking hands though. If they no, well, hands. you know, anytime I would do nails and my clients would come over, we'll always drink because okay. I feel that's when I do my best work. I get most creative and, you know, yeah. it's just fun. You only can take shit. two clients. You can take too many drinks. Oh, <laughs> no. Let me tell you. I'm a professional with this. <laughs> and I'm sitting down. So, like, my clients would... Plan a party at my house. Okay. Like, okay, we all coming on the same day. All right, it's might be three or four people. They may come at the same time. Somebody bringing some food. Some people bringing some liquor, some cups. Yeah. And it was a whole event. And they just get their nails done. But, hmm. So that's it. So we yeah. now we do it every Sunday. Your two favorite at 2 o'clock. Um, and we called ourselves the perfect pair because we were so different. But it worked so well. Mm. Yep. So... Yeah, that's what happened. So, what what, what kind of topics y'all talk about? Everything we talk about everything, but this season we have been focusing on oh, y'all do seasons. Yes, relationships. <laughs> it's getting us me closer to my dream of being super famous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So 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 you hit me with, hit me with, yeah, hit yeah, with, some, to, hit with need... one of your topics, man. I want to know. Um, we what? might as well do the um 
our most our most um view show has to be the non-negotiables yes we had our dating <laughs> non-negotiables um, give us a couple because I, I need to hear this oh mine's where he must be black okay, okay i'm that's, okay with that yeah i'm, I'm <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I don't have nothing against interracial dating, but my, my forever queen will be black. I don't care what I go through with black women, the ups and downs, disappointments, she just going to be black and that's the end of it. That's a little Cuban slide in there. You're going to be like, nah. Are you black? (laughs) How about, how about an Afro Latino? Are you like, <laughs> like <laughs> nigga? It's nothing but Zulu blood pumping through my body. Not a drop of white devil blood in me. Caucus mm. mug. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was one of my. Um, another one was that he had to be ambitious mm-hmm. and open. Those were like those were things. What's open. ambitious? Like. Not to not to say that he was a person like oh, some well accomplished man, but. There all there's always more. There's always an opportunity for more. So if he's striving towards something or he has a plan or looking to do something like yeah, like let's talk about that. This can't be it. This let's talk about it. that. Come on. Um, cause I have a love hate relationship with that. Mm-hmm. I used to be there. My uncle told me when I was younger, he was like Jason, um, never be complacent. Mm-hmm. Always strive for more. The whole nine yards. And I was like, cool. But as I got older and most recently, I recognized that was bad advice. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is um, if you a person of faith and you believe in praying and asking for God to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ain't no. Um, so soon as he gets you what you've been praying for, now you turn around. I want something more. I want something different. Like at any point, can you be content? You know what I mean? I think you can, but at this, it's about this what you really age. want. In this general age, yeah, because like if I'm twenty, if you're twenty years old, have some ambition. Yes. Once you get into the the mid thirties, forties, like I hopefully you didn't kind of got around at, where you. And at forty, I want your ambition to possibly be: I want to retire at fifty five. What we got to do so I can retire at fifty five? Let's I, I work have on my thirty years and fifty four. Let's let's work on it. Let's let's get it done. Whatever it's gonna take, so you can reach your goal and I can support you. Bet bet it up. I get that. Yeah. It's 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 not the goal. Like not. I'm trying to be the manager. <laughs> not that. Not that one. Yeah. <laughs> not but like that some one. people, like if you've been looking, it was somebody that was in here doing the pot, and she was like, um. I always knew what I wanted to be when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like I knew what I wanted to be. And she's that currently. Got all the degrees. She got her prof- in her profession. The whole nine yards. She got what she always mm-hmm. wanted to be. And I was like, is that what you always wanted to be? She's like, no. This is what I always knew. I'm like, all right, great. Now she's like, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. I need something else. I'm like, so was that really what you always wanted it to do. It could have been, but she may have grown out of it. You know, and when you do something for so long, it's like, okay, I want more. So I had always wanted to be a teacher. I went into education. I love kids. I love teaching. But after so long, I was like, FTK, I can't be in that class with these kids no more. So I got a job outside of the classroom, but still in school. Yeah. And I'm currently doing it now, but it's like I'm over it. 
I'm where I want to be. It's only one position in the school system that I want that I haven't achieved. And I'm going to get it. But I'm telling myself, do I really have 13 more years in education? I've been in the 17. That's a lot. But I've accomplished a lot of stuff and mostly everything that I wanted. But I don't see myself 13 more years doing this. I be thinking like humans. I think this is something that humans are inflicted with. Like we always want more. We do. Like so for an example. 10 years ago, whatever the, the dopest fires TV was, yeah, whatever we quality, it. we thought that shit was the best. Somebody was like, no, nah, we can do better. Like, nigga, this shit looked great yeah. like 10 years yeah. ago. HD still looked great. Like, you know, what I mean? it's more cars than people. But every year we coming out with a new car, no matter what. Like, no nigga, matter every what. Every year them TVs be on sale Black uh-huh. Friday. Every yeah. year. It's like we always going to push. Like, no, nah, we can run faster. We can do this. Yo, we, we, if the company made $10 million, all, only spending $1 million, next year we're going to spend 500 But we getting bored with stuff. But I, but I think also is what are you ambitious about? Yes. yes. Because if you just, like I used to kind of date with the mentality like, oh, I, I met this woman. She was gorgeous. She this, she that. She everything that I like. And then I turn around and everything is going good. And I'm going to wake up one day and look at her like, if I can have her. Mm-hmm. I can do better. Like I can, like I can get the next. Yeah, like I can level. Like, I can level. Like, like my niggas <laughs> looking at her, like man, she cold. We gonna I'm be like, androids. I'm like nigga. Wait, <laughs> wait till you see the next one. I pull out though. Like I can do better. What I mean by like we really gonna we gonna turn ourselves. We gonna turn humans into fucking halfway machines. That like we want to push that. that shit further and <laughs> further. But like for why? I think it's really built into us. It, it Just is. to try it, something different. It's the hunger for more. It's, it's, and I think for some things, it's cool. Like, but you have to know, like, okay, it's, it's also cool to stop here. Now, I can see, like, you know, if I'm working at the plant and I've been on the line for 20 years and now I want to be a team leader. Yeah. Now, then yes, <laughs> so your, your ambition should be something more, right. but like I'm at the point in my career. Am I completely where I want to be? No, but I don't also either. I don't want to be like the head of the company. Mm-hmm. Neither. There's a, there's a, another step that I desire. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I want to get out of middle management and maybe like, get into some level of higher management mm-hmm. and then and then i'm cool there but like i don't never want to be i i guess my ambition you you talk about what can we what can we do to retire at 55 in my mind i don't look at like i'm gonna be able to retire at 55 mm-hmm. and the only reason i say that is because i as long as i can get up and make money and it's not cumbersome for yes. me to go to work. I don't mind doing this shit. Now, do I want to work 60 hours a week in my 50s? Absolutely not. Yeah, I'd rather do- I'm pay. If I'm Steve Harvey, yes. Okay. Now, I'd rather you know, do got ambition because he got a lot of jobs. Yeah. Like that that's okay. I guess if you're happy with what you're doing, it and, doesn't and, matter. And I think that's that's the mm-hmm. the main line right but there. Are you, you happy? If you find somebody who's content with what they're doing and they make enough to take care of me and you or whatever. Is it okay if they don't want to do anything extra? I know because that was a non-negotiable, right? So that's where we got to the point where like, so look, I make enough money. Be perfectly honest. I don't want to do nothing. Me either. I say this shit all the time. Eat, drink, be merry. That's it. I can be content with being at home and making a lot of money. Me doing this podcast (laughs) and doing photography, doing all the other shit. That would allow me. I want to eat, drink, be merry, talk shit with my friends. This job would make me 
That would do it. But right. but like you could feasibly do this until like nigga your grandkids is ready to That's take off. That's a fact. I don't gotta stop. Yeah. I can be 70, 80 years old, still talking shit on the microphone and in front of a right. But yeah. that's that's the type of life and ambition like I would more want to achieve. I don't I don't need to, you know, work I just want to work towards freedom. Now I'll be that's honest. what I want. This is gonna sound cliche. I already know. And I know some of y'all listening may not believe it, but it is what it is. My ambition right now is to be a better person, right? Not better person like you mean, nigga. You need to be nicer, but like to improve myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Improve internally. And that's um, that's okay because you can always improve yourself. Whether that's through medication, I mean meditation, whether that's through health-wise, whatever, you can always improve yourself, even if, if that's your relationship with God or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, spiritual, whatever. I don't, I've never, maybe this is a woman and man thing. I've never looked at a woman, dated a woman, and thought, yo, in a couple years, she's going to be this. And it's different because when women, when we look at men, you know, it's ingrained in us that the man is supposed to be the provider. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're looking at somebody and, you know, how far can you go and do you want to go? Or are you just content to be in where you are? Y'all don't look at us to be the provider. And, you know, we can be the helpmate, but you're not like, oh, I'm turned on because she a supervisor. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't use your money. We in the marriage, like how much you make don't make me nothing. It don't mean nothing to me because I can't use your money. You're not even going to look at me as as a man if I'm using your money to pay the mortgage. So why do I care if you make that's a whole so, bunch so, of money? Yeah, so that can be, yeah. Y'all don't look at stuff like us. So that shit don't matter, don't right? Matter. If I'm, I'm supposed to be the man, be mm-hmm. the protector, provider, all your degrees and all that shit, Correct. it means nothing because mm-hmm. it don't help me. I'm still responsible for these bills mm-hmm. whether you went to school or not. And I'm going to have these bills whether you here or not. Yeah. <laughs> like you leave tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan first still gonna want that Let's mortgage not. payment on that's the first. You gotta have that ambition. So uh, yeah, and that's some one of, of your my non-negotiables. So my non-negotiable, I always start off to make sure that they're single. Um, y'all <laughs> How single? How like single? single, single. Like, don't tell me you divorced, but you really not. But in your head, you divorced, but it's no paperwork. That means that you're not single. Like people, oh. they have a hard time with understanding what single, single means. So that's number one. Num- so, hmm. so I have a question. About the single single. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I just tell, tell on me. I always use myself as mm-hmm. my life examples. So me and my ex-wife were married technically for nine years. Okay. We were separated for those nine years. And when oh, I, you know what? Y'all wasting time. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm I sorry. mean, nobody wanted to pay for that. You know, we spent some time trying to figure out, is we going to work it out? Is we not? Then we got to a point where it was like, you know, she had her condo. I had my house. Like, we not, we not getting back together. But who going to pay for this thing? And... <laughs> Whoever file is responsible for paying. Uh-huh. So it this was, was a serious it conversation was, too. <laughs> no, it well, was I'm saying the paperwork it, don't matter if the feelings ain't there. No, no, it don't matter. It but does. it was it was like a it was like a pissing contest. Yes, like who gonna do it? For, who gonna like, pull the trigger? I'm not paying. <laughs> who gonna pull? Like the I'm not gonna like you know I'm not trying to stop you if you want a divorce. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight you on nothing. I'm not trying to get your condo. I'm not trying to get your money. But what I'm not gonna do is pay for this shit. Like yes, on the way out the door. Let me. Pay 
paid for the for a third party to come in and dictate our finances. Y'all should have just them. had an agreement. Like we know we're not together. We've been separated all this. Let's just go half in on this. So we couldn't go half on that business. Now we, we can go half business. on in this mug. <laughs> she, like, she ended up pulling the trigger, and I and I just knew I just had to, you know, I just had to bleed her out a little bit. Dang, look and at I you, just, a man scorn. <laughs> Y'all worse than us. I just had to bleed her out a little bit, but she ended up she ended up doing the right thing. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> in between all of that, you know, I'm still dating and still living. Dating. You know, I'm jangling. <laughs> you know, I'm still doing what I got. You still, still swanging, slanging dick, slanging dick. <laughs> And I would meet and I would meet women and they would hit me with that question, like, Are you single? And like, fuck yeah, I'm single. Now, am I married legally? Yeah, but like look, you can stay the night here. She not oh I got she a, not coming. Like I got a perfect example. Like I'm single. I have a family member mm-hmm. um who is technically still married, but him and his wife and I'm in quotations. Mm-hmm. They ain't been together in 15 years. Okay. I know At stuff least. with people like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Them niggas ain't married. Like, ain't no, ain't no, like, we trying to keep this thing. Like, it's probably one of those things. I'm not. <laughs> but, like, you, you know what them was, niggas is not married. You know but what am I going to get into something with knowing that it just going to stop with us being boyfriend, girlfriend, because no, you I mean, still married? It don't matter until it's yeah. time to get married yeah. again. Yeah. Nah, I'm not about to be. <laughs> Am I nigga it married? Don't, no, it that's non negotiable for the But I can stretch out our relationship a decade. I can do it easy. Oh, at what? At 40? But, 10 years. But what easy. I'm saying is. What else you got going on? If it's just some What paperwork. else you got going on? You already old. <laughs> no, Who else I'm wants not you? got to be that special friend because you're then dead and I done wasted all my time and your so parents want to kick me out. What other people out. think about? This is, Boy, what, this, is, no. this is about what other people think. Listen, this is about what I think. No, non negotiable. He must be single. Legally. Legally single. I'm divorced in my heart, and that's where it counts. We Screw it, that heart. Okay. Well, well guess me, what? Lord. You, you, married, me, Lord. you married to her too long. By the time y'all finally get a divorce, let's say we get Take married, me, then Take she getting me, half of everything because she didn't hit over the 10 year mark. So that's no. that's that's what I was trying to avoid, like with my yes. ex wife. We was getting close. <laughs> we, we, we was doing that pissing contest, and now it's nine, no. looking at 10. And I'm mm-hmm. like, please, Lord, please let this be the year she do it. I ain't putting it I all that hard work. I'm like, I can't give her half my pension. I can't give her half this 401k, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm going to have to cash it out now. I'm not, no. So that Ambition, single. All right, give me a um, He like cannot him. have more than three kids under oh, 18. Oh, discrimination. Yes, discrimination. I, I discriminate the hell out of people. Because then this is my thing. One... That means I got to go in the line of how I come. And I don't have any kids, so I like to be first. You go be first in my life. I want to be first in his life. And if I got to be number four or five, because everybody and all these kids, you got cheer practice, basketball. They need money, so you can't take me out or we can't go out because you got every weekend with different kids. Let me ask you a question. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So you get married. Mm-hmm. And y'all have four children. It's different. They mad. Go ahead. These is yours too. Damn, that's cold blooded. Because if he got a, if y'all got all those things, and I still can't take you out because I'm giving it to my daughter and my this and this. But you said because they mine. It's different. If we're married and we have kids, so we're you ain't supposed never to love them other kids like you. Are. I would love them other kids, but I ain't about to love four under eighteen when I'm dating somebody. Not at all. 
Not at all. Mm. Not at all. Hello, have I at all? Not at all. Hello, it's that's always <laughs> you, you. You cutting real deep into your dating pool. I am, and that's why a non-negotiable is not that he must be black. I am open whoa, whoa, to different whoa, whoa, colors. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I am. That's too much. I've opened my pool a little bit. That's too much. So as much as I close my pool, I open my pool. That's too much. You can cut off this mic. I didn't know we was going there. See, I'm just telling you. We all have... You, I'm lowering, you know, decreasing my pool by saying three under 18. But I'm opening it up by opening myself up. So white men like don't have Jay baby mamas? For the they have. They do. But I wouldn't date one that got more than three. I'm like Jay looking for the stats. <laughs> Dang, here we go. I'm the statistician on our show. I know what it looked like. <laughs> Wait, all right, listen. This is very important. Okay. It only takes a little bit of white brainwashing to activate the cool chip in the ass. Like, nah, my homie Umar Johnson. Umar Johnson. Like. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! Another coon. It's like, nah, I'm fucking with you. Damn, I'm fucking I'm, with you, but I just got a whole bunch of yeah, Umar saying. I, I can accept it, but I've never dated outside my race. Yeah, but I'm not a hundred percent opposed to it. Not a hundred percent. No. Only person that can ever we say this to a black woman. Only person that can fully understand the struggles that a black man goes through is a black woman. True, but the, how many black men be with black women? But go all, ahead. Most of them because they uh, marry why? black women. Period. That's new. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah black men. <laughs> a lot. I get, it. I get it. I get it. But if I'm if I'm decreasing my pool with certain stuff, you know, I got to be able to open it up with certain stuff. You you really want? I don't. This and I'm not saying bad, I don't gonna... want to date outside my race. I love black men. Like I said, I've never not had a black I man. Haven't been this tickled all. But. <laughs> You wanna you gonna roll over and look at time with his receipt? No, why, can't it, why can't it be no Hector? Why can't it be Hector? Why can't it be Pele? Mm -mm. Nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> no, stop. What, what you nope. about to put on? I'm not. not gonna do it. Oh, I put it down. Feel, if Hector I did or Pele, I let it be Jerome. Like, I would feel like the ancestors were swing down yeah. in my bed. You can't jump no say, broom with no white man at no black wedding. Why? Ain't no jumping the bro. What if he grew We did up that in with the, the slaves. You what, can't do that with the See, but let me tell you, even though I say I open it, that is one of my fears. That if I date a white guy, when he gets mad at me or we get in an argument. He's gonna call you the N-word with or the hard gonna call e me a black B. Oh, oh gonna, my God, that is a say, fear. Say it. Say it. Say it. Oh no. No, hard ER. No, not yeah. even with an A. That's no, unacceptable. A, ooh. We can't even joke like that. I know we gotta have a commonality. I gotta be saying, "Nigga, is you nuts?" I got. We gotta because have you that gonna in call the house. him a nigga. We got And he gonna yeah. think he can call you one. Like, no. Or I, say I, it. Oh, I, I'm a white black. Oh, no, my children G black. Jeezy, come on. He gonna think he can oh, say it with you uh, in the car. Because I've seen interracial couples, and the wife, she be like, "Nigga," he full on Scandinavian. Like, yeah. Oh. But he can't say it back to you. This yeah, this not gonna work. No, but no, let's no. let's go to some 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 non negotiable non negotiables that actually impact a relationship. Because yeah. them is like Okay, yeah. um He has to be emotionally available. Mm. That's a good that's it is. It I, is. I gotta be honest. 
It's hard. I'm not always emotionally available. And it's not that it, he has to be 100% because I don't not think of that as purpose. man. But he has to be able to identify or at least accept my emotions and not discount them. That's a real... That's a, that's a, that's a real... <laughs> That's a real non-negotiable. That is. So yeah. I learned that at therapy over COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dane, what's a non-negotiable? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, look, I look at not to say that I care about how much a woman makes or or her money, but like, does this bitch need help? Like, because yes. to me, is she a single black female addicted to retail? <laughs> like, why do you? And that's and that's all I'm saying. Like, what type of financial decisions is she making? Uh-huh. That's that's what I'm looking that's at. Now, real. And I'm not. I don't have a problem with a woman needing needing help. We all yep. we all done been there. But you need help because you went to to Lewis. <laughs> is that why you need help? Yeah, or or, or do you need help because you know she. Something went wrong with your car and you had to dip into your savings. Right. That's something different. I look at a woman's financial decisions because if you need that help and it's just your money Mm -hmm. and I get it like, bitch, you're not going to drown me. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm, I will not, I will not. Now I don't have no, I want to build something with somebody, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to have to build everything for them. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. I get that. And that sounds real good. Actually, I almost was about to agree with you. Like I, but, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't quick with the but. I don't know if it's a non-negotiable because that's something I can teach you though. Let I can teach you to change the, people, but, but you got to teach you the game. No, 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 no. Like, you, you might be able to teach somebody how to be better with their money right? if they're open to it. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. They got to be willing to learn. Yeah. And, and I just, I don't want to generalize people, but like, you know, black. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I am. We didn't hurt everything. Black women be stubborn as fuck. We do, and they think they know everything. We don't, and they don't. Niggas do too. Everybody does. And I'm not saying that I am the all in all out expert, but like you know. I might, you know, I'm a playmaker. Let me coach you just a little bit. You know, maybe I can help. Maybe we can help each other. Thanks. Because I'm not saying that I I know everything either. But, like, maybe we can help each other. But you got to be just as I'm open to listen and be. Because I've lived with women before and. You know, I was just used to doing shit my way. Mm -hmm. This is how the fuck I get down is my house. And then I had, you know, people live with people and they was like. Well, I see how you doing it, but maybe if you do it a little bit differently, it can work this way. And then I look up, I'll be like, yeah, damn, yeah, like I, I didn't even a, know. First time I lived with a woman, it improved my life. It legitimately did. I'm like, I, I was young, too. I'm like, I don't know, 22, 23 or some shit. I'm like, I wasn't thinking about none of this shit. Like, you, it was, a, it was an experience. Uh, a non-negotiable for me is going to be kind of piggybacking to what you just said uh i'm a talker i'm a thinker um we have to be able to have conversations Mm. and i have to respect you Mm. i know that's not something that necessarily but it's real yeah like so like i want you to be able to teach me something Mm -hmm. or be able to push back towards me not just for the art of pushing back but like i need to be able to to learn something from you mm-hmm. um and you to have like your own thoughts feelings or whatever that 
even if I don't agree with, I understand why uh, you feel this way, and you can explain that shit to me, I and like with. we can kind of like do uh-huh. something. But if it's like if it's all one way, and like if you just let me talk and let uh-huh. me do like. I'm be like, well, damn. I agree with that completely because I I just know me and my personality. I'ma jump out the window soon. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. like I'ma and and I'ma need for you not to be fearful. And not to say that I'ma just be like an uh, abusive or something. Yeah. But I need for you to be confident enough in yourself to be like, nigga, not you today. need to real Yeah, not I today. need I need that every now and not again. Because some days I'm gonna come in the crib and I'm gonna be on 10. You know, I'm I'm just having a, a bad day and I know I can be just in my regular smeggler everyday life. I know I can be like a little bit wild and out of hand sometimes. And I need you to be able to look at me and be like, nigga, mm-hmm. bring it down. And I have to be able to look at you and know that I respect that, man, I'm and that lot, you're just not scared. I'm a lot to handle. That's why you got two hands. You got to reel me back in. You feel me? Because, you know, I get one of my, you know. What's y'all signs? I don't believe in that. Right I didn't ask you. I just <laughs> asked you, what is it? I'm an Aries. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, man. And I'm a Scorpio. We so great. Oh, y'all, listen. Mm. Tell me about myself. Mm, crazy, mean, think y'all know everything. I might think I know everything, but I ain't mean. Aries can be so straightforward and just so. That's not mean though. That's but just, no, they they can come uh, off can come mean because mean. they don't. Yeah. They have no care or anything for somebody's feelings. Usually, Aries men are not emotionally available. I wouldn't like, say it's not that they don't have any care. They feel that you need to hear it, and because they feel that they right That's, all the time. My son is an Aries, and he like. When is you, your birthday? April third. Mm. When is yours? April sixteenth. <sighs> You do you you do feel like you write about a lot. Yes, they're I, very confident. But 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 just as being unbiased, I mean, Jay is my brother. I love mm-hmm. him to death. No homo. But I do feel like like I've seen him in situations where I probably wouldn't be as diplomatic about mm-hmm. things. And when it comes to like our dynamic, Jay is always the cooler head because mm-hmm. like. I'll be like, you know, somebody say something or word got back to me, like, why don't we go see him? And Jay be like, nah. They're very like, that logical. Ain't, that ain't the way we should, you know, we should handle it. So, I mean, Jay is always the more more even. But I have heard, you know, recently that I can be, and it's not on purpose, that I could be cold mm-hmm. or mean uh, or whatever. Um, so, I, I accept, I mean, I receive that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I mean... I just think it'd be like people receive and put out information differently, right? So what you would think, one person would think is cold, another person would think, well, I'll just withdrew or I just said this or whatever. So, like, I I fully accept that. They're like, I'm not being mean. I just told you how it was. It's the truth. Or maybe I won't tell you how it is. Yeah. And I think that's being nice. Because hmm. if I told you how it is, very specifically, mm-hmm. then it can come off a different way. That's true. And that that look you're giving me right now is like <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm borderline kind of scared. Like oh, it scared me a little bit. No, I <laughs> no think Aries is dope though. But y'all I are good Aries, people. Like I know a bunch of Aries women that uh I always get along with. They just really good people. Do I, ha- I don't know a lot of Aries women. So I was in a rela- the longest relationship I ever had was with an Aries, and it seems as if. How long was the relationship? Long. 
We don't even want to talk about that. <sighs> so did he have the ability to make you feel like the greatest person in the world, him be the greatest person in the world, and other times the exact opposite? Yes. Or, yeah. Like, I could be the queen of the world, but then it's like, dang, hello? Do you like me? Because <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm very sensitive. Mm. So What's your sign? I'm a cancer. When's your birthday? June 24th. Mm. Cancers are sensitive. We well. are. We like the sensitive. My, we like the best people ever. Though. My ex-wife was a cancer. Like, but it, it is We're that thing. Ass. That is the sign that I date most, though. That's crazy as hell. As so, much as so they're me. So let me ask you a question then. Do you, you believe in signs and the astrological mm-hmm. and then the sun, the moon, the stars, and all that other mm-hmm. stuff? I know where I, you go. I, I know that sounds dismissive, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm really we on the same page. Mm-hmm. So, do you hold it against a person if that's how basically how they predetermined to act? No, because it's not who everyone is. It's a generalization. Mm-hmm. Because I've met different areas and they act different. Some stuff is the same. You know what I'm saying? But it's the person. You know, and how they react and stuff and deal with things. Okay. So, you know, right. you may be like, hmm. So since you went to to, to all this stuff, <laughs> right? For for the most part, I am too. Mm-hmm. But I'm confused on one part. What? So if the position of the sun, the moon, the stars, and everything like that matters to your personality, how you going to move mm-hmm. and maneuver, when do you think that happens? At the moment of conception or this one, I pop my head out the cooch. Because I would think it matters at the moment of conception. When you become, when that spark of life goes into you, Mm. all that shit is really what matters. Because if you're born premature, that means I got a different personality. Or if I'm born on, say, April 22nd. But a baby is fully developed inside brain, hair, mm-hmm. ears, and everything. Mm-hmm. So their personality just changed when they when they pop their head out, or is it at the moment of conception? Because if it's at the moment of conception, we need to one find out when we were conceived mm-hmm. and adjust all this astrological shit. Dang, that didn't. You just hit me real deep. I couldn't even respond. Dang, I don't know. I never even thought of that. I did find something years ago saying that our astrology signs was off. And they should be something different. I heard that. I don't believe it. I'm sticking with what it have, is. Have you but ever used the pattern app? That shit's scary. <laughs> Nigga, that shit yeah. accurate as f- So it's an app called a pattern. You put in your birth date and your time of birth. Uh-huh. And they tell you about your life. Uh, that shit's like, scary. Like, the, like I just found out. Is that like an Android? My, uh, yes. And I love it. Mm-hmm. You will get with the dots come out green. Then you say. Mm-hmm. And I like hey. it better than my iPhone. Everybody got their We flaws. generally talk on her iPhone. <laughs> we generally talk on her iPhone. Okay. I mean, everybody got their flaws. But this, you know what? I have both because everybody was talking about how great iPhone is. And I've always had an Android. So for my business phone, I got an iPhone. And I'm not a fan besides FaceTime. So like what, this? Your, your Facebook look different or something? No, FaceTime. I'm saying, like, what do you like? What, what you don't like? Just everything about it, it's not as easy to use. It's very what? basic. <laughs> what? Like children <laughs> use iPhones. <laughs> like it, little it's, children. It's, like it's not. It doesn't have as much. She's just finesse. familiar with. This. I love the um. This. Yes. I hate the iPhone, and it's that's why I, I never pull it out. <laughs> I'll check it every now and then. You never but, pull out. 
You need to take them pills. Listen, I'm not taking no pills. Listen, he he go no. This is this is what we going into. This is this is what's happening. Oh, I hate to have that tense conversation. So we had that I'm conversation scared of these before, pills for before me. anything. Niggas is already going raw. I'm scared. Unfortunately. Too. They're like, ain't nothing stopping them. Herpes, AIDS, yeah. ain't nothing stopping Listen. them. They just, whoa, 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 herpes and AIDS. <laughs> no, they're not stopping. And that's not stopping. All these people going raw, they not stopping. They not stopping them. Letting them. They not stopping at the liquor store no more to get a three-pack no more. They just showing up. Women be offended when you pull out a condom. Shit. You what be, women? I'm telling you. What women? Younger than us. They got fleas. Oh, okay. <laughs> they got fleas. Oh, they, they got they the on the mission. They got I heard from a friend of a friend. They on the mission. A friend of a friend told me. They trying to um, trap and move up. That'd they be, trying to secure the, the bag. That'd be the thing that's, that scared me. I could never have, like, that's a non-negotiable. I'm not having no baby with no young chick. Because you're going to you make want another. You want another baby. Yes, you are. No, older women y- can have younger, kids. Younger can to, have, yes. Younger to a certain age. Like What's young to you? What is young? Like under 32. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. real that's young. Yeah, that's, that's you trying that's to mold young. somebody. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> you know, it, even when I get approached, I've been approached by like some younger women. Mm-hmm. Like my son about to be 19. Like that's probably more in your, more in your speed. Yeah. So is 10 this, years is a is rap? 10, you 40? You, you want to talk to a 30-year-old? 10 years I, I prefer young. not to I prefer not so to So when you was 30 Would you like somebody Thinking that like you Hell no women ain't going I don't for like shit. older men I don't Did, what, No and Especially now What I look what like Dana, mean, Especially now What I look like Dating a 50 year old well, that's, I mean, that's That's right in, No shut up Right up your alley right? <laughs> I'm just saying That's no. That's <laughs> You know and We, we like traveling really in young. the same lane No I like I like no more than four years younger to no more than six years older. I don't like really young guys. And plus, I almost called you by your real name. Now, I haven't. I I wouldn't. It's, it's ungentlemanly like for me to ever call out a woman's age. But I'm 41. OK, I, well, I wasn't going to say it, but I, I just know. <laughs> I just know based on when you came out of cast and when I came out of cast, we 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 close to the same (laughs) age range. And if you're talking about six years older, a nigga 47 is 50. (laughs) That nigga is 50. That's different though, because I'll be older, but right now it's like I don't want to give him a heart attack. Like, is he just the one to sit down? Because every woman thinks she got good so me, sex. So, every so, woman so, does. So, so, all right, let's say like that. So you date a forty year old, uh-huh. right? In ten years now, ten years from now, he gonna have a heart attack having sex with you? No, but I'm just saying, like, if fifty gonna give him a heart attack, then I what? feel like right now because I'm like in my prime. Like I feel, this? I feel like a little teenage boy right now. In fifty, he might just be Man. done. He might I have erectile dysfunction. Yo, niggas got pills. It ain't, my- it ain't, a, it ain't a thing. <laughs> I she won't never have, go away. Like I had to have a <laughs> real come to Jesus moment with myself. I was forty. I'm forty two. Um. I was 40 and I was like, he 50. I was like, he old. And I was like, no, the fuck he not. He 10 years older than you. Like 10 is not that. That's, that's nothing. So what I'm, hmm. So what I'm trying to figure out is most of my life, I know what attractive is. Mm -hmm. I know what I like. You feel me? Mm -hmm. But as you get older, when do it switch and you start liking like older women? Because, like, as a 22-year-old, you're not going to look at a 45-year-old and be like, oh, she cold. 
But at 40, I know, you I look at you. a 45 year old and be like, oh, she, you know what I'm saying? Like, I told you I had that old chick. She was in a, I had an older woman I used to deal with. She died. And like her. for me, I mean, <laughs> but I own you. No, she 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 didn't die. I was giving her the business. Oh, Lord! I probably could have killed her, but I let her live. I let her live. (laughs) But but I thought she was attractive, not just for like an older woman, but when I looked at, so I'm big on hands. Like I look at a woman's hands. You tell her age with her hands. It's a couple areas that you can tell a woman's age. Her hands and her underwear selection, for sure. No, but not just underwear. I mean, she. Not saying it's not I an indicator, but not hold just. Hold because I want him to finish. But I got to hear what you got to say. Because my old bitch wear a slip, and I be like, Oh, she. Oh, oh. <laughs> like she was. She was mid fifties. Damn. <laughs> she was. She was like mid fifties, but she was like a cold mid for like. I want to keep calling her my old bitch, but like for old bitch, she was cold. And I mean, she was shaped like a younger woman, but like them hands, like she had them, you know, I don't wash a lot of dishes in my life. Hands. hands. Yeah. Mm. Hands is important. They are. Because I don't want your old ass hands touching my bodies. Y'all can't hide your age in your hands. Hot water and bleach. This, uh, This same area on your foot. Okay. Uh, that cankle area. Them ankle. I mean, the the elbows. Yes, you can't hide. Elbows don't ever lie. Who looks at elbows though? But you you can tell. You can tell. Elbows don't lie. Yeah. And sometimes the neck area. Now I'm about to be walking around looking at people. Start showing up on the neck. But but this this the 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 same area on the feet and you can't hide that shit. I mean, you can be. You look at uh, look I at J Lo like I'm looking at my elbow like nigga. Nah, I'm <laughs> looking at people's elbow. I mean, me- but Mexican I'm in the Mexican at my women elbow. is like a different thing because they can e- either be like J Lo or they end up looking like a trapper keeper. Like yeah. they just have a terrible shape trapper to them. You just they be one of the two. They be one of the two. They know in between. You gotta catch the Afro Latino <laughs> or the. Oh, <laughs> I'm laughing at the elbows because all mine scarred up from my tomboy days. Yeah. <laughs> And you, you know, long sleeves, you be all right. Nobody know. Just <laughs> <laughs> cover it up. That's, probably, that's not probably not gonna work. <laughs> you know. Mm. Interesting. And, and and my old chick, she she would wear like old, like she would like. Well, I'm gonna get sexy for you, and then I come over and I'll be like, like that that thing reach all the way to your ankles. That's not mm. that's not sexy. The slip. <laughs> Or whatever like she was. sexy lingerie. Yeah, it was going all the way oh, to the oh. ankle. So let me ask you sexy. So at, at 25, mm-hmm. you seen a 42-year-old man, you probably didn't be like, you, that probably wasn't like your ideal look at a man. So now, at that age, when you see somebody that age, is that the ideal look? Or do you still like the young, you know what I'm saying? Like... I like a mature guy. You know, when you're 25 looking at a 40-year-old, you like, oh, he cute for all guy. Oh, look at him. But not oh, shit. God. We in that age. We all with him. So I don't ever want my my um, my um attraction to change because my attraction is still the same. It didn't change. Mine changed. I don't like my I mean, for 25. I'm not looking at the same. I'm not looking at a 25-year-old like they're cute, like they can get it. No. But are you attracted to the same things the that you were attracted, attracted to at 25? Nah, I don't think so. And I wonder when that's going to switch. Because like a nigga gets 60 years old and you can't still you can't still think that the, the young, hot, bang, bang, bang. But do you still you, look at another 65-year-old woman when you're 60? And like when does that shit change in your yeah, brain? you might. I don't know. 
And it's not on, it don't have no answer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's one of those hypotheticals yeah. and shit. Because you'll probably still see insert person, whoever the hottest singer at the time. The old man gonna look at her like even though I'm older, I still like like girls with like crazy colored nails and tattoos. <laughs> like that's that's just my thing. Like, you know, I I like for your hair to be purple, baby. Like <laughs> you know, I'm just into that shit. But it could be how the person keeps themselves up too, you know, yeah, when they get I'll older. I'll tell you something wild I used to say when I was younger. In my in my dad was like, Yo, when I get older, <laughs> my girl and my rims gonna be the same age. <laughs> Bet you don't feel that way no more. Like yo, you gotta ride on twenty four. They're saying I don't know. Nah, <laughs> I said I was younger. Okay, okay. It's just certain things that I think about when it I. It worked when I was younger though. It did because I wasn't even twenty four yet. But foes was a thing. You wouldn't put twenty fours on the on a car now. Nah, a truck maybe. Yeah, really? like a pickup. A pickup. Yeah, but not like low pro. I'm talking about nigga. Them tires gonna be big as fuck. I, I like tr- I like pickup truck. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because because <laughs> I remember like after my mother had passed, my dad probably waited about like a year and a half, maybe two years, and he started dating. And I remember when my mother had first passed, a lot before he retired, I would go go up to his job sometimes, surprise him like, "Hey man, let's go out to lunch mm-hmm. or something." And he worked he worked at Wayne County Community College. So I would see like a lot of young girls like trying to like get on, yeah. get on my dad. And I'd be like, what you, what you gonna He said and he would be like, Man, what I look like dating dating somebody younger than your sister. And I'd be like, Look, you know, I don't wanna sound crass or nothing, but mom gone. Like she ain't she not she not coming back. It's so like if you wanna It's so much leeway for the dad. It is. If you want to get you know, out, always my son be going nuts. Not Somebody always. even speak to me. He's like, "Why are you speaking to my mama? Why are you following my mama Instagram page?" Like, what? That, I don't even know these kids, boy. That's something a little bit different. You're a little yeah, bit more, per- but because your your son is a young man, he know what other y- look. I didn't hit niggas' mamas. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't discriminate if she, you know, she look good and she. A certain age, I mean, you watch your mama, because because she probably watch your mama. She probably ain't been on a nice he did date. Say no, your mama's favorite. I, she probably I was listening to y'all. Intros. She probably ain't been on a nice date in a while, and I will take her somewhere nice, get a little wine in her, make her feel like a young girl again. Oh goodness! <laughs> and next get thing, her a pink velour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, buy her some Air Max. You know, get her, that's what they said. Oh, I'm get, like jogging. Get her a pink jogging suit. Buy her some Air Max. Have her thinking she's she 25 she again. Girl. Matter of fact, uh, while y'all listen to this podcast, today's Air Max Day. Yeah. March 26. Next thing you know, Air Max. Next thing you know, your mama got three fingers in her. So, I mean, oh, wait a minute. I wasn't ready for that. That's, that's what she said. The <laughs> 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 so niggas watch your mama. Uh, when the last man. time she had a good, nice outing? Good. What a young, <laughs> yeah. Hey, your mama making breakfast. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. Jody. <laughs> I like my pancake edges crispy, ma'am. <laughs> you calling her Miss Debbie? <laughs> Look, the old the old lady. She would make me call her Miss. Wow. <laughs> wow. Never really? Called. I mean, if that's what you answer, whatever. Yeah, I mean, if that's helping. Maybe she's like, <laughs> yeah, I like always wanted a young guy. Damn, am I too old for a cougar? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because your cougar going to be 60. <laughs> <laughs> you 40. She going to be 55, 60. going to be a panther. The battle cat. That's what you get. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's a straight mountain lion now. <laughs> I sleep my way into a better position in life. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind. Would you I sleep mean, your way up the corporate ladder if you could? If she cold. If she halfway decent. Which what? corporation? <laughs> we talking like a, we talking like a 30k bump up in pay. It depends on what she look like. Like I would, have to, I would have to. I would have to perform. Right, or like, and I gotta be able to perform. If like, if I'm not, Jay, you you just said is you take you a honey pack, get some of them pills. It's Apple, Apple Corporation. Like I don't know. Like I not for. Not I mean, like, does that make a difference? Hell yeah. Okay, so so it's Apple. Oh yeah. You go from seventy to a hundred. No, it's got to be one thirty-five. A hundred ain't, ain't close life. enough. No, one thirty-five. Like if I'm just going I mean extra I mean extra thirty grand, that's roughly two thousand dollars a month. A little bit more than an extra two thousand dollars on top of whatever you make a month. A little bit more than that. I get it. Yeah. I mean it's only a couple minutes. Shit. Fourteen, fifteen minutes. You be but right. I mean, is this like a one time thing, a one hit or quitter, or is this like constant? If it's constant, I'm gonna need a little motor. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So we got we gotta lay out the stipulations. You know, am I sleeping with you once for thirty thousand? <laughs> oh, now they're going to tell you when you sneak around the office. You know what I'm saying? Am I getting extra Marty, it's 3 o'clock. It's 3 o'clock. It's time for our one-on-one coaching. Exactly. Close but the door behind you. don't need more than 30. I'll flip the script, though. You know what Would I'm saying? Would you say that now? You'll be in like, oh, yeah. No, I mean, once I get, I mean, you know, if I'm, if I'm getting taken advantage of to, to move up my corporate ladder, nigga, I'm going to get you on tape. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip the script. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna hold the put, but I'm gonna be in a position of power at some point. Dang. Either you do what you. Matter of fact, no, you come through here. And Dang. Anyway, uh, <laughs> playing HR games, right? right. Playing it's HR me. games now. Like, we both like, getting fired. We, we both, both getting fired. Thing. I'm like, why you think you smarter than me though? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna outsmart you at some point. I feel you. Yeah. yeah, interesting. So, where can people listen to uh, listen to the pod? They can go on YouTube, Tangerine and Marty, Marty with an I, um, and check us out. We have our shows on there. Um, yeah, right. That's all right. Yeah. Can they find y'all on socials or y'all, you know, hidden? We're on, you know, we have Facebook, but like. Come on, y'all old Y'all got a real. Facebook group? No. no. What y'all wait? Y'all got a Reddit group? Listen, Discord, I, start, I started our Facebook page, but I never like. <laughs> Like went live with it. I don't know. Just I don't know. We just the the, the truth in all of this. Yeah. This is the truth in all of it. This was just something for us to do. And we it, had no idea. We did not know this. It was gonna work out. It we was like we no, ended up having a liquor sponsor, a food no sponsor. I think the same pray that we drink. Right. <laughs> like we was just like, oh, this is like for real. It's turning into something. More yeah. like, yeah. So you should take some time and finish that. We are, time. and we've talked about it. Like, how can put we your videos there? Y'all know your audience age. Yes. So our audience people? is usually like thirty-five and up, mostly single women and men. Yeah. So Facebook probably be the spot. Yeah. So we go live on Facebook and YouTube at the same time, but we like to try to push the traffic to um YouTube. Yeah, for sure. 
So, yeah, that's how that goes. Well, that's dope. Yeah, so we love it, though. Well, I enjoy talking with y'all, man. Yeah, that's just fun. You're going to have to check us out on the Sunday. Yeah, Not this Sunday. We're taking the Sunday off, um, but we'll be back next week. We'll be tuned in. We'll be tuned in. And y'all going to have to be our guest one day. Oh, we got you. We got you. I'm always happy to tap I mean, it'd be so fun if we can, like, shoot our show when y'all come on on here. Like, that'd be so fun. The door is open. (laughs) All you got to do is hit us up. That's You know what? That's that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. I sent you my music pick for the week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Hold on. Let me jump back to it because I've been listening to this project all day. Escape from Corporate America by Deron Allen. My music pick is Pockets Did the Dash featuring Boldy James and the homie Dave Hill on Deron Allen's uh, project Escape from Corporate America. What else? Black work. Game time mafia. Skid Niggas scoring, but they cherry picking. I be putting points up in the paint. Catching all the plays on the black. Laughing all the way to the bank. Niggas can't get shit off me, but a headstone. Little niggas did some featherweights. Better hurry up and head home for the weather break. While I'm somewhere laid up, thick red bone with a freckle face. Ran my bands off the Cayenne, really came up off the letter H. Whole time I was unemployed, always knew that hard work could pay off. Blender block 247, nigga never took a day off. It was hell block 227, supernova to the sunny Side. Drugs on it with the concrete, just had to rub shoulders with the cut daughter since my brother died. Life been just another bad bitch with some thunder thighs. Most niggas only get one crack at it. I done had a couple hundred tries. Tied in, I got money ties. Dead zone to the red zone. Uh, I'm never gonna get tired of listening to Bodie James and Dave Hill. I ain't listened to this project. I'm not familiar with Deron Allen, but um, if he got some spitters like that on there, I'm going to go ahead and spin the whole project. So he he got a lot of... He's local? He from, well, not yeah, local. He from here? Yeah, he from here. He got Baby Mark on the record, Say It Ain't Porsche. You know, oh, so, so basically everybody who been in the studio. Yeah, and I reached, <laughs> I reached out to the young homie, so I told him when you making that promo run... You know, tap you know, in. I don't want to be in your promo run. Just come up here right now. I mean, now. just just tap in. That's what I told you know him. So, I mean, so, you know, hopefully he'll he'll reach out. And I think they're going to drop a deluxe because I heard Nina talking about she was on the skit or something. Nina? Like Nina Nina? Yeah, our, hom- our homie Nina. So, she's supposed to be on the skit for the deluxe. So, hopefully he'll be dropping that song. All right. Uh, you got a Whose Man's Is This? Yeah. This <laughs> This might be the funniest whose man's is this. This is probably the most literal whose man's is this. It goes is to it, me? it goes to a 6'4 biological male with the XY chromosomes and a penis who won the NCAA 500 meter freestyle in Georgia. That shit makes me mad. Gender equality. Um, it's hard to believe that this 6'4 powerhouse of an athlete was previously ranked 462nd in male college swimming, but now she's a champion destroying the competition and beating Erica Sullivan, who's actually an Olympic medalist. This is an amazing time for women's sports. And, um, I do, I'm just I don't so like pro- that shit. Whose man's like is this? Shit. I don't like that either. You 462nd in the in in the male competition, and then you decide that you want to switch your pronouns, and now you just destroy Mm-mm. all the women. And it's I not. Think- it's not right. It's not fair. Uh, white males Mm-mm. have somehow been better women than women have been this whole time. Yep. Um, I think it's crazy. I think if this is going to be the thing, let's just get women rid of women's sports in general and just have one pool. And if you can't make the team, you can't make the team. 
That's not going to sit well with a lot of people. Yeah. Because I know, matter of fact, the only reason that women's sports exist is because men have a physical advantage. Right? Like, Definitely. literally, there's no other reason for for women's sports to exist. Because if you were the exact same, then you would just play in the NBA. You'd be playing in the or they, they wouldn't be a, there wouldn't be the males track and field and then the women's track and field. Women track and field Olympics run as fast as high school boys. High school boys, rather, run just as fast and faster than the best women in the world. We're talking about 16 and 17-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. Who run faster than like there's a difference. That don't mean that you're like a better person. You just got a physical advantage. And it's not right that a grown ass man can go compete with women. I can imagine my right. daughter training her whole life, making it to college, being at the top of her game. An Olympian. One of these women he beat is an Olympian. I went to the Olympics and won medals. <laughs> and then you Tucked your dick and got in the pool and swam. Now, you tucked and then the NCAA said as long as you complete one year of hormone therapy, you can transition over to this team. That's crazy. That's like, just not right. Like that's the not- last time William swam was in 2019. And then, boom. Soon as COVID Le- was over. Yeah. He popped out with the women. Yeah, he didn't went and had well, his she home. pops out with the women. He- Lord, just, I don't these like pronouns. Like, go, these pronouns gonna take me out. Like, <laughs> like, like. Listen, <laughs> oh, listen. Whoever going through that, it's not like a shot at you. But like, at some point, we just got to be real that this shit dangerous. Like, there has been um, a trans woman, a transgender woman, who fought in MMA and broke another woman's skull. Yes. Like, there's a difference. We can act like there isn't. I'm not talking about your internals and how you feel. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the bone density of a man and the bone density of a woman is different. Mm-hmm. The chromosomes are different. The strength is different. It's not right and it's not safe. I'm not saying that you should be ostracized and, like, pushed away or casted from society because of how you feel. How you feel is how you feel. But this not fair. Uh-uh. I th- I thought I saw an article. I'm pretty certain I saw an article, and I don't know how true that it was. Like Ukraine was telling trans women, you know, they were letting women and children leave the country and the men having to stay back and fight and defend the country. And they were basically telling trans women, no, nah, you got to stay in. You got to stay in fight. Yeah, we know what time it is. Yeah, you your ass stay ain't going to. You about to fight. You between sixteen <laughs> and sixty, stay your ass here and fight. Yeah, and they were making them stay because you. I mean, I'm just gonna go with the bad joke. You a man today, and you gonna you grab one of them, grab one of them, put together ARs, and you are gonna stand out here in the battlefield. This is not my question, right? I heard this question. I never had asked this question. This is a, a video that's floating around. And the gentleman was like, listen, you can't pick your pronouns just like you can't pick your adjectives. I saw that one. You know what I'm saying? But it was he asked this very simple question and was like, what's a woman? Mm-hmm. To the, like, what is a woman? And they were like, well, what do you think it is? Adult female human. Period. 
I can't define womanhood because it changed. No, you can't talk about what is a woman. You can't use the definition of a word in the definition of the word. What is a woman? Because if you can explain what a woman is, then we can kind of get to the bottom of. It's just a slippery slope. Yeah. You sliding down. Bootsy said it best. A woman, she bleed out that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Boosie's a prophet. <laughs> but he said that nice. But just think about how Boosie said it. He was talking about the swimmer too. Like, come it's on, not, it's not. It's not. It's not fair. Come on, it's no. not. I've been an. You know, I'm an asshole. I said, well, fuck it. I'm a. I'm gonna identify and go win a world record as as a woman too, and then I'm gonna change back. I need just to yeah. prove how to, how stupid this shit is. Cause you don't even have to have a you don't even have to have a medical transition, you can just identify. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna end up in the Guinness Book of Records, World Records. I'm 100 percent sure if I transition into a woman, then I ain't nobody did as many podcasts as me. You, you know, you, you know, you ain't know been a woman alive who did more podcasts than me. You, you know, what, you know what would make it harder? To, <laughs> what make it harder for you? That's what she said. <laughs> I know I was walking into that. Is that you, black yo? And they're going to find another way to discredit that shit. Right. You know, discredit, discreditation. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fairly sure that's, I'm 70% sure that's what we're doing. <laughs> um, matter, <laughs> oh, that shit only matters if you give a fuck about who trying to discredit you. Like, when you got nothing on me, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. And fuck the Grammy. Discreditation. Could you spell that, please? Yes. I won't, <laughs> I won't say anything I can't say. <laughs> I mean, I just want. Are you looking that shit up? No, I'm looking for the music for the benefit. Oh, oh, my bad. I was just stalling. Uh-uh. So, no, it's it's all good. We do this. We do this every week. It's a it's a well oiled machine by this time. So at the end of each episode, oh, hold on, two, turn off the Benny music real quick. I'm gonna do it. Okay, cause cause two things that I wanna I wanna mention before the benediction, we go into a fully. You know, I want to send our thoughts and prayers to the homie Rob Silva, who suffered, you know, an incredible loss this week. Uh, Rob, we just want you to know that you're in our thoughts and our prayers and your support is coming hard and heavy from Detroit. We love you to death, man. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't know the words to comfort or, or how to help you get through this. But no, just know that our prayers are with you. And we sincerely love you and just want the best for you and your family and just encouraging you to stay strong. Now, the second thing that I wanted to mention is that every now and again, we've alternated the the benediction music and used LaShawn's pace. I know I've been changed. Mm. And she passed this week. Mm-hmm. She That's did. Mm. She passed this week. And the reason why I touch on that. And that song means a lot to me because, like, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, like about two years ago, I almost saw Big Jesus mm-hmm. almost tap tapped out. And I remember, you know, that was the episode that we ran that. Yeah. And I remember like the nurse coming in to my to my uh, hospital room and I heard the doctor say that I may not make it through the night. And I asked her, I said, am I going to die? And she said, do you believe you're going to live? And I was like, just tell me, like, am I going to die? She was like, there's two things I can tell you. She was like, I can tell you what you want to hear. But I'm, she asked me, what do you believe? And I said, I believe I can live. She's like, no, do you believe you will live? Hmm. 
And I had to like with tears in my eyes. I told her like, "Yeah, I, I got five kids. I, I I need to live." She held my hand and she played the song for me. And I can't tell nobody else what they felt, but in that in that moment, I felt the Lord. I felt the Holy Spirit, and I pulled through that. So that song has always meant a lot to me because of that. Because that was a strong moment for me. That was like a turning point for me in my life. You dropped the dang going wild. Yeah, I, I stopped because I ain't want to live wild no more. Like I just wanted to live, my nigga. So I mean, this song means a lot to me. And unfortunately, you know, she lost her life, uh, and I'm praying for that family too because I know God and saved. A room in heaven for that woman and that song and how many other people it in touch. So at the end of the episode, we do our benediction. We open up the doors. And anytime we had guests, we let them go first to give their socials, give anywhere that people can kind of get in touch with them. And this is, you know, ladies first. So we want to give you all that opportunity first here. I want to start off and saying thank you. Thank you all for inviting us to the show. I had an excellent time. Um, and y'all got a great thing going on. So. Thank you. I oh, appreciate that. Good job, fellas. Um, but Tangerine, um, I, like I said, I do press on nails. So you can find me at she'spressnails.com. And you can find the perfect pair on YouTube at Tangerine and Marty. Mm-hmm. Marty, you got anything you're going to give? Because you, you no, no, that's this is all. No. It's just Marty. Yep. And if you find her on IG, yep. share it. DM me. Share, share <laughs> with the rest of us. Uh, it's your man, Dame, three underscores, three one three uh, on IG and on Twitter. You at me, talk to me. I will talk back when you see the blue and the black. You know where you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast. Yo, uh, thank y'all. Um, I appreciate Tangerine and Marty for coming through. It's been a pleasure uh, being with y'all, kicking with y'all, talking with y'all. Um, shout out to the fed, the listeners, the family who um been listening for 307 weeks straight. Um, much love to Rob Silver, man. We love you. We appreciate you for everything that you do for the pod this week in culture and shop talk podcast. Um, I talked to him a little earlier today. Uh, what we sent received, he received it five minutes before he was leaving the home. So yeah, that worked perfect. Um, he got a lot of love in Detroit, you know, shooting to my brother. So, uh, words can't express. Words can't soothe what you're going through, but uh, we here trying to provide content to possibly give you a, a, a break for an hour and 52 minutes. Um, shout out to y'all, man. Um, and when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dang. Hell yeah. Peace.